everyone. Lissa here for Lissa's Rock with Romance podcast. And I have a super sweet, special young one here with me. Her name is Eva and her Instagram is Fruity Eva. You can find her over there. She's 18 and welcome, Eva. Oh, thank you so much. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, maybe I start with uh, my passions. So I really love fruit, obviously. And I also love languages. And I'm in university in the moment, learning languages and learning cultures. So I really love learning, love learning languages. And I also love doing sports. So yoga and I don't know, acro yoga and different kind of sports and dancing. And I'm also very interested in entrepreneurship just being your own boss or something and online business that's really really interesting to me wow you are into so much that is so awesome so you're 18 correct yeah yeah i'm 18 i will turn 19 in june 6th oh wow that's coming up that's so awesome um so i want to talk about your journey with veganism and you were, you were telling me that you, you became vegetarian at age 12? Yeah. What made you become a, ve- a vegetarian? I think um, I always, since I was age 10, I, I did not want to kill animals. So I always tried to be vegetarian, but I never achieved it because I'm from Bavaria. So Bavaria is in the south of Germany and it's very traditional and meat is is a huge part of our culture and so it was always very difficult for me to turn vegetarian but then my cousin turned turned vegetarian then I can I could say to my parents that my cousin turned vegetarian and then it was a little bit easier for me to stick with it and I think I traveled with my parents to Thailand for one month and I said okay, in Thailand, I won't eat um, meat for one month and I stick to it. And since Thailand, I just stick with it just for the animals. And it was nothing with health. So it was just about the animals. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so good for you to discover that at such a young age. I know there's a lot of us, mm-hmm. like I didn't turn vegan until I was 34 so (laughs) you've got a (laughs) one-up on everybody and so three years later you became vegan tell us about that Uh, I watched YouTube videos so because a friend of mine recommended a YouTube uh, video from Isina O'Neill she was back then on YouTube just promoting the vegan lifestyle and I was at first um, not really into veganism because there are so many stigmas about veganism that it's unhealthy and a lot of things. So I was very, very skeptical. But over time, um, I think some month or maybe one to two months of watching her videos, I it simply clicked with me. I watched Earthlings and I watched Cowspiracy and all those documentaries and also 101 Reasons to Go Vegan by Gary Urofsky or something. Oh, that's and the one. China Studies... Yeah, so I turned vegan and I was, um, from the beginning, very into um, animal rights. And I, I pretty early made the connection. So, Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Uh, what did mm-hmm. your parents think? 
Um, it was difficult because my parents still believe that uh, you need meat and cheese and stuff to be healthy. So this was um, it caused some complications. Um, yeah, it was it was difficult, but I think veganism was not so such a huge problem. I think later when I tried the raw vegan lifestyle, I think this caused much more complications. But what, yeah, what? my parents... Huh? Go ahead, go ahead. So, yeah, I think my parents were never really into veganism. And still today, they eat um, a lot of meat and a lot of cheese. And yeah, I have a brother. So my brother... Um, is actually the contrary to me. So he's all in for meat and he eats almost no fruit and vegetables. It's, it's kind of funny because we are so contrary. But yeah, I just, maybe to sum it up, my parents were not so supportive in really encouraging me to eat vegan. But I think they were also not um, pushing me out of family or something. Um, so yeah, I'm well, that's happy. Good. Yeah. 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 Um so do people get worried about you like not just your parents but like maybe aunts or uncles or or your teachers or anybody like that? Yeah, I think a lot of people believe that I've I've went crazy or something because <laughs> for, I mean for me it makes perfectly sense to eat fruit and vegetables and not eat cheese and dairy um because I've done so much research but before, um, I think for the majority of people, it can sound so extreme and so strange to just eat fruit and vegetables. And I think before I went raw vegan, I thought the same. Like um, people who only eat raw foods would be malnourished or would be living in caves and something like this because there's so many wrong stigmas about this diet. And yeah, so <laughs> especially... Um, as you said before, I'm from a small village, very traditional, so there's not much information out there about raw veganism. So I think that some friends, they still like me and it's super fun with them, but I think they believe that in my food choices, I'm a little bit crazy, but <laughs> or unnormal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what do you say when people... Um maybe say something to you like if they're worried or they talk about your diet what do you say to them ah i always say um i just do it for some time and as soon as i get sick i will go back to eating um i don't know cooked food or something so i because um the majority of people have already their mindset um like they especially older people they already have in their mind what they want to believe so when a small or a young child basically talks about something different they often don't believe it so I try not to go in so much arguments or into discussion because from experience I think that a lot of people don't really listen so I just say it works for me but as soon as it won't work anymore um, I won't do it anymore and I think that people accept this more as if I would say it's the healthiest diet out there what it is in my opinion but I don't really argue so much oh that's really good yeah so what 
do um so you were at school before university what did you eat when you were um in school and did your parents make your food or did you make your food or what did you bring to school Uh, that's a very good question um i made my food all for the last four years so since i turned vegan myself um so when i turned vegan i did a lot of cooked food, so tr- uh, tried out all the vegan recipes, basically, and took this with me for school because in our school we didn't have didn't have any um, vegan options, so I took them with me. And when I turned raw vegan, I um, tur- I often packed um, fruit with me, so just bananas and dates. And it was when I started with this raw vegan diet, so. I ate far too many dates and far too many dried fruit because they were so convenient and I didn't had so much time in school because there were so many activities going on. So I was, I'm very, very simple. So I'm not into high gummy raw vegan stuff where prepare um, raw vegan cakes or something, but I just was very simple. So I took just some fruit with me and maybe cut some, um, apples and made make some smoothies, but it was also always very very simple. So awesome! Yeah. So how what did you um, experience when you went raw vegan, and what challenges did you have, and how did you overcome them? Oh, I had a lot of challenges. Um, f- for example, um, that I was super shy about this diet the first year, and um, because still there's because I did my own research but when there are a lot of people around you saying that it doesn't work or something um I was not 100% convinced so I started doubting myself and I was not really sure so I tried to hide everything I was trying not to eat in front of my friends so many fruits because I felt ashamed and felt embarrassed so this was the social thing that was very huge for me and Actually, it really changed um, when I went to the fruit festival in Spain um, last year. And just seeing people thriving on a fruit-based diet and thriving on a raw vegan diet and accepting the way that I eat. And for them, it was just so normal to eat this way. It just really changed my mindset. And it still takes some time and um, for me to feel... Um, comfortable with eating a fruit-based diet most of the time Um, but this really changed my belief system so for everyone maybe who's young and want to try this rubbing lifestyle but is embarrassed or uncertain I can highly highly recommend to go to a fruit festival Um, or maybe just to if that's too expensive to just go to rubbing in potlucks or something to meet with um, fruity people or rubbing in people I think that's a huge factor. And I think the other factor that really helped me was doing my research. So I watched tons of YouTube videos. I, w- I think I watched all of your YouTube videos <laughs> and because you're so inspiring and you're not only inspiring, but you're also giving so much information. And I'm so thankful for your information. Oh, and you. yeah, really, I think your YouTube videos kept me most of the time raw I like I'm not 100% raw but you always inspire me to go back into raw when I fall off the wagon 
And so YouTube videos were a huge thing for gaining a lot of information. And um, I also read some books, so from Robert Morse or Dr. Douglas Graham, and also from some German um, raw food educators like Arnold Ehret. And so I think the more you do your research, um, the more confidence you get. And I think that's the same with veganism as well. The more I inform myself about uh, how animals are treated and the more confident I got in my choices of not um, causing suffering for the animals or the environment. So maybe to sum it up, um, first information, because with information and research comes confidence. And the second thing is find your find your tribe and find your people um, because it's so important to find people who are having the same mindset as you. That's just, I, I think that's so important and so underrated. Can you oh, say that? Yeah. <laughs> you are so awesome. I love listening to you. You're, you're so much more like, I wish that I had the knowledge base that you have when I was your age. <laughs> Oh, it's very nice. Thank you. You're so sweet. Yeah. Um, so how many calories do you eat in a day and how do you make sure that you're getting enough nutrition and um, energy for you? Because you're in sports and you're young and you need a lot of nutrition. Um, how yeah. do you do that? Um, I try to eat a lot, but sometimes I under eat on calories and then I go back to cook food. So um, it doesn't happen often, but when I do not consume enough calories, that's when I crave cooked foods. And um, so I always try to get enough uh, calories in. And the way I do it is I eat a lot of bananas because they're quite cheap in Germany and also apples and smoothies. So for me, a great way is um, smoothies with a lot of bananas. And I also really love fruit. Um, bowls or fruit salads where I just cut a lot of bananas and a lot of other fruits and I really love that and in the beginning um, I counted calories so the first month to get to be sure to get in enough calories but now I'm just like um, when I'm hungry I'm just eating more fruit and when I'm not hungry I'm eating not so much fruit and for me that's one of the best things about this lifestyle that you don't really have to worry so much about. Oh no. Ah, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> ah, good, 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 good. Because I was afraid. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's another really great thing about this lifestyle is that you can just eat when you're hungry without really having any fears about your weight. Um, because when you eat fruit, I don't know, it's just magical that you don't really gain so much weight. So for me, it's very difficult to gain weight or to gain a lot of weight on this fruit diet. So it's it's very liberating for me to eat so much calories. But especially when I'm in, in university from the very morning to the very evening, um, this can be quite tricky because then I'm always doing um, lectures. I'm just eating and eating and eating. <laughs> but it's to me because I, I love eating and yeah so, so uh, but it can be tricky yeah do you eat a lot of salads um when I have time I eat a lot of salads because I love eating salads 
Um, so on the weekend, I eat more salads. But in university, when I don't really have so much time, I do not eat so many salads. But I, I think that greens are super important for you, for your health. So I tr try to eat salads. And I think when I've not eaten enough salads, I really feel it. So for my well-being, I think I need salads. Perfect. Yeah, that is very, and you very important. And your recipes. Your recipes are so delicious. And your Instagram is so inspiring. And I always want to make um, salads. Oh, so, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I believe that salads are equally very, very important. So I'm glad that you eat them. <laughs> um, yeah. What mistakes would you tell others to, to try to avoid if they want to do a raw, like young people, if there's any mistakes that they should avoid? if they want to be raw or yeah. even just vegan? Good question. I, I've done a lot of mistakes. So I think the first mistake was to feel just embarrassed about this lifestyle and to feel, I don't know, not really sure about it and to wait so long to go out and meet um, people with the same interests because I was into raw veganism for one whole year before even attending this raw um, fruit festival. And that's a long time where, from one year where I was just on myself um, learning about everything. So just earlier going to meet people with the same interests is one thing. Another mistake that I've done was eating far too many dates um, because I was never into high um, fat, high fat um, raw veganism. So I under ate on juicy fruit and on bananas and so I binged on dates and dried fruit and this caused um, for me to have some dental issues because dates are really healthy but they're still to your teeth like um, candy so um, that's something that I would avoid or just use dates as an ingredient for smoothies and for um, sauces for your salads but not really eat so much of them um, on your own and the third mistake that I've done was not eating enough calories and to just maybe how to avoid this mistake is a great idea is with chronometer to just make sure that you're eating enough calories and um, to just maybe count at the beginning your calories so that you make sure to eat enough um, another mistake what else um now, I think that's the three main mistakes. So not so under eating um, far too many dried fruit and um, not being so super social. So awesome. Yeah. So where do you see yourself in maybe five to 10 years? I know that's a long way away uh, for you. <laughs> it's, it's actually a really good question because this whole raw vegan vegan lifestyle has changed my whole belief system so I'm currently in university um, learning languages but for me I actually really want to go into raw veganism and veganism and just maybe coaching or helping people but I'm not really sure if I want to do it 100% or if I want to go more into languages so I'm I don't know I'm I don't know but what I want what I know for sure is that I don't want to live in Germany forever because um, I really want to live 
maybe half a year in Spain or half a year in a country where it's not so cold because in Germany in the winter it's cold and dark and I think you're from Canada so yeah you probably I mean I think in Canada it's even more cold yeah so yeah some days like in the winter time we get to minus 40 oh no that's <laughs> not for me no that's something that I want to achieve so in university I'm studying um Spanish in a moment and hopefully I can do a kind of exchange program to Spain so that I can just slowly move um, to Spain for half a year so that's just a hill because I, I get so depressed when it's when it's dark and when it's cold and I'm not really sure if it's just me or if it's with this whole raw vegan lifestyle that since I started this I really crave sun and I really crave juicy fruit and tropical fruit and yeah that's just one thing that I hopefully maybe not my whole life but just for some months go somewhere warm so that's just something that I'm working to so yeah oh, that's awesome yeah I think that um especially in the colder countries that's why we like to eat things that are really like grounding or heavy like potato stews and animal <laughs> products because they kind of numb us <laughs> and they yeah secrete a lot of dopamine so it makes us feel happy when we're sad because it's dark yeah yeah I also notice it when I'm not really feeling so well or happy or I'm really depressed I tend to go back to cook food because I think two reasons why I go back to cook food three reasons is first not eating enough calories the second when I'm not happy with my life um, or when I'm feeling very unsure about the things that I do and the third thing is the emotional connection as well because when I feel very alone or really sad I just want to eat cooked food not just for numbing my feelings but also because as a child I got a lot of cooked food from my mom and I think I really believe that cooked foods also have the, the emotional connection from your childhood and from your I don't know you for something and yeah yeah but, but yeah I don't know very true um so what are your favorite um fruits and meals I know you like bananas <laughs> but maybe what are your favorite salads or other fruits so my favorite fruit of all time is figs I love figs. I really love figs and maybe my favorite smoothies is papaya, mango, banana, and date. It's so delicious. And another great smoothie is also that I make very often in Germany because it's quite cheap with banana, pears, cinnamon, um, water, and dates. It's super delicious. And salads. Um, I really love guacamole salads. So just um randomly put tomatoes cucumbers lettuce and just um mash an avocado and just spice it spice it up with some um spices and i really love that i think and also there's a great another sauce it's mango and uh, tomato and just blend it up and then put it over zucchini noodles it's super super delicious i really love that Oh, that sounds really good. Oh, so what's your favorite thing about being a vegan? Oh, a lot of things. I think 
maybe of course not causing so much harm to animals that's a great thing and also it gave me um i don't know more or uh, how to say it in english that you can just think outside the box yeah because you go vegan you go against the mainstream at least when you're from a traditional town or village so you have to think outside the box and I think veganism for me was the starting point of thinking different and going into different direction and seeing that there are different options and for me going vegan was my starting point into seeing so many different things and also on YouTube just seeing how other people live maybe who are vegan but who live in different countries and that it is possible to live in different countries or to work online and that's just so great um just that there are different possibilities and different options out there that can work and you do not have to work your nine to five job or do what your parents do but that there are different options that can work and that's i think a great point um about veganism just yeah and i think the the different the second one is just for the animals so Uh, not causing so yeah so have you ever um had a friend maybe be interested in veganism because of you yeah 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 i have um actually there are six people that turned vegan not only because of me, but I played a huge part in them because I never really talked about veganism in school. Um, but just people knew that I was vegan and I saw that I was healthy. And I'm, uh, I'm a very extroverted person. So I was laughing a lot and doing a lot of things. So people saw that I was doing well on a vegan diet. So people started thinking. And there are actually six people um, who said that um, I contributed for their journey to going vegan. Oh, so, yeah. how does that make you feel? Yeah. Very, very good. Very good. Because I think every month that you're vegan, you're saving three animals or four or five animals at least. So over the years, that's a huge amount of animals that you're saving. So that's really great. Yeah. Oh, that's so, it makes- so awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's a really so- great feeling. Do you feel that you will um, stay raw for a long time or do you think you'll go maybe eating more cooked food or maybe a balance of everything? Because it's it's okay doing any kind, but do you feel that you want to go more raw? Yeah, definitely, because raw makes me feel alive. It makes me feel really, really good. So I always try to be raw vegan because... When I go back to cooked food, it's first, it's very easy for me to overeat. Second, I don't feel so good. And yeah, there's no third reason. But I, I just for myself, I really try to be raw vegan because it's, I love the simplicity and I love just the deliciousness and that you can eat so much. I really love that. Um, so yeah, but for me, veganism with cooked food is always a fallback. So I'm not really sure if I can be 100% raw vegan. Um, so I will, when I fall off the raw vegan track, I will always fall back to the vegan basis because before raw veganism, I was already vegan for two years. So that's just my basis. So yeah, but I will never, really never go back to eating animal products. That's just no option. 
Yes, I know. Once you're vegan for the animals, you're vegan for life. And you'll yeah. find any way to not eat animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially, I think it's not so difficult to be. Now that I'm raw vegan or I try to be raw vegan, veganism is not difficult at all because there are always options out there. Vegan yeah. options out there. And there's so. a lot more options nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what especially in Germany. Huh? Oh, go ahead. What in Germany? In Germany, it's it's really easy to be vegan actually because we have huge supermarkets with a lot of health foods, and so veganism in Germany is not so difficult. Maybe you have to deal with family and friends from the d- traditional part, but from food perspective, you can get a lot of products. So, oh, that's yeah. awesome. So, what do you fall back on um, when you fall off the raw? What's your favorite uh, meal? Um, cooked vegetables. That's a huge part. And vegan wraps. So just wraps with um, just, I don't know, lentils and vegetables. But I'm not into um, junk food vegan stuff because, I don't know, it doesn't make me feel so good. And so I always go back to cooked vegetables. Oh, and that's awesome. Chicken. Yeah. That's a very good backup plan for sure. Yeah. Because I'm not really into nuts and seeds and something. So when I go off, I go always to low-fat cooked food, vegan food. Good, good. So how are you um, looking at your nutrition? Like, um, what about omega-3s? Oh, actually, I think that um, as long as... because. I try not to focus so much on supplementing. I try to focus more on eating raw veganism and more organic produce. For me, I think in Germany, um, we get a lot of stuff and a lot of fruit and vegetables imported from other countries. So there's there are not so many nutrients in our food anymore, which is kind of sad. Um, so I really try to get more organic produce because... Yeah, I don't know. And I think before before I started veganism and stuff, I ate so much junk food and <laughs> I was the I, w- I ate so much meat and nobody nobody asked my parents um about my nutrition or when I went to McDonald's or to junk food, nobody asked me about protein and stuff. And now that I try to eat a lot try to eat more food and vegetables, now a lot of people are afraid. But for me it doesn't make so much sense but yeah okay that's yeah I know it's interesting how people don't question if you're the same as everybody else but as soon as you go different they all get worried and they don't have to worry because if you're making sure that you're getting all of your nutrition you know you're getting everything in chronometer and you're making sure that you're eating enough then right we shouldn't have to worry and then if anything ever happens and you get tested or something, then you can work on fixing that deficiency if, you, if it comes across. Yeah, I think there's just a struggle with vitamin D3 that we, that we should get from sun. But in northern countries, there is not so much sun. So I think the majority of people living in northern countries like Germany, Sweden, Canada, maybe um, have not enough vitamin D3. So because that's something that we can't really 
produce from ourselves, so that we should get from the sun. So that's why I try to move to warmer climates, maybe one day. Yes, get enough. me too, me so. too. <laughs> I know it's a very, um, I think that that's where we are naturally supposed to live anyways. Totally, totally. Well, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast, Eva. Yeah, it was such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And I just want to say again that you and Neven, I don't know how to yeah, Nathan. <laughs> are such a huge inspiration for me, really. And it makes me that you two are so happy. Somehow it makes me really happy as well. Oh, thank really- you. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing to find somebody who has the same belief system and eats the same way and... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we just love each other so, so much. (laughs) Really cute. Really inspiring. Really cute. Relationships goals. Relationship goals. (laughs) Thank you. So if anybody wants to find you and follow you, can you tell our listeners where they can find you? Sure. Um, I actually have a YouTube channel. It's very, very, very small. But I have one and it's called Fruity Eva. English in English and in German because I'm from Germany. It's just pretty Eva, and I'm also on Instagram and Facebook, and I'm just pretty Eva. So awesome. very very yeah. Cool. Well, we look forward to seeing more content from you. Ah, oh, thank you so much, and I think I will see you at the Dutch Fruit Fest and the UK Fruit Fest, right? Oh. Oh my gosh that is so awesome yeah if anybody wants to come to the dutch fruit festival or the uk fruit festival um head on over to the link in my instagram bio i've got links to all the festivals and you can use code raw food romance to get a discount on your ticket that's awesome that you're going to be there i can't wait to give you a big hug yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it so much really oh, so so yeah. much the festivals are amazing places because it almost feels like that's how we should be living. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, so for everyone who's thinking about going to a fruit festival, go to a fruit festival. Try one fruit festival out and it will be so life-changing. Believe me, I was one week away and this one week changed so much about how I believe about my belief system, about myself, about the environment or our culture. It changed so much and you will find so many nice and loving people. So go to a fruit festival if you have the opportunity to go. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, there's also over here, we've got the Canada Fruit Festival and Woodstock. Yeah, it's so amazing. It's for me, it's a long road, but hopefully in the future, one day I'm going to Woodstock and Canada Fruit Festival. That would be awesome. We would love to have you. Maybe one day, one day, maybe you'll be a teacher too. I hope so. I hope so. But (laughs) it's a long road. It's a long road. That's awesome. Yeah, so much more to learn. Yes, there is always, there's always room to learn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. And I will see you on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really inspiring. I watch your stories. Super, super inspiring. Oh, you're so sweet. All right, my friend, I will see you later. Yeah, okay. Have a great time. Goodbye. Goodbye.